Barbecue. Well, the opposition parties coming together in Kempton Park is maybe the first sign of a group of parties working together to unseat the ANC since we became a democracy in 1994. In the years, you may remember, after the 1994 election, we technically had a government of national unity where members of other political parties were part of the government under the then-president, Nelson Mandela. But one party refused to join the government of national unity. It was the Democratic Alliance, at the time a very small party. Its leader then, Tony Leon, said he felt it was important to promote the idea of an opposition. In other words, he believed there needed to be an opposition to the ANC, despite the fact that at the time, everyone else was part of the government of national unity. Tony Leon's on the line for you now. Tony, good morning. Back then, the opposition to the government of national unity, if you'll forgive me, was tiny. A lot's changed. Did you think it would come to this kind of moment, a large grouping of opposition parties working together? Well, I think that was the aspiration. Look, in 1997, when Nelson Mandela did say to me directly, look, I'd like you to join the government, the requirement then was you had 5% of the votes uh, before you could enter the government for national unity. My party, the Democratic Party at the time, had 1.7%. And it was a very tempting offer, and we had long discussions about it, uh, President Mandela and me. And I said to him at the end of the day, look, I think we need to establish the idea of opposition outside the government. Otherwise, we'll live in an effective one-party state. And he was, you know, very decorous and polite, and he understood that, or said he did. And so we plowed our own furrow. And in the next election, when the DP massified its presence compared to what it had and became the official opposition, we then set about trying to make the opposition more consolidated and therefore formed the DA with the new national party in the federal lines. So there was a degree of consolidation, but it still remains the fact, you know, all these years later in 2023, that even combined, the opposition total hasn't really changed that much since 1994, though obviously the components of the opposition have radically altered. So I guess, Stephen, this uh, multi-party national convention is to try and create something that is going to be larger than the sum of its parts. And that will create, I think that's the idea, a degree of momentum on the opposition side leading up to the next election in the hope that uh, there will be a much bigger total for the opposition in its various forms because, as your discussion now indicated, I think the parties are going to compete separately, but they're going to attempt to govern jointly should the electoral arithmetic make that possible. So I think that's the idea. Um, It's also, isn't it actually very difficult to do to build a political movement. And in this case, you have uh, political leaders representing different constituencies. Uh, those constituencies want different things. You have, dare I say it, Tony, I'm, I'm told, I don't know this to be true, that some politicians can have egos, that that can be <laughs> difficult. Um, do you think it's going to be possible? Do you, or do you think that actually it could just tear itself apart? Well, I think the idea behind it, and just reading the statement issued last night, is that they don't tear each other apart, that there's some ground rules. So even if they compete for votes, there will be a broad uh, umbrella under which they're going to cooperate, both during the election and more particularly afterward. Of course, there are a lot of unknowns here, or known unknowns. You know, what will the total opposition vote be? Will it get beyond 34%, which has been generally the opposition total, more or less unchanged over the last 30 years? And if it gets beyond that, what are they going to do afterwards? And what they're going to do afterwards is, to some extent, uh, contained in that uh, statement or that charter that was released last night. And I thought there were some distinctive features. A lot of it is motherhood and apple pie, the sort of things the ANC itself 
would sign up to, even though they very seldom implement what they undertake. But, you know, there were one or two things there, such as an open uh, market economy, which is very distinctively not the ANC. The end of cadre deployment, also very distinguishing from the ANC. And then the fact that they're going to have a degree or quite a lot of federalism. Won't we a very strong and failing unitary state? they saying in their statement, we want to devolve power to the lowest levels of government where it can be effectively exercised, which is a step change from the South Africa or the South African governing arrangements of the present time. So I, I think that is quite interesting. And uh, well, let's see how big this thing becomes or whether it just stays as it is. Um, <clears throat> what do you, you, you made the point that the share of the vote to go to the opposition hasn't really changed since 1994. At this stage, from what you see, what's more important? What the opposition parties do and say, what the ANC does and says to voters? Well, I think both are very important because uh, obviously I think nobody imagines, and certainly if they've got any degree of realism, none of those parties will imagine, that uh, the party that comes out of the next elections, the largest party, is going to be any party other than the ANC. The critical thing is how low does the ANC vote go? And if this multi-party effort actually helps suppress the ANC vote and boost the opposition vote, then there could be some very interesting uh, outcomes from the election. So I think it's still a conversation about and around the ANC because it's such a dominant party. And even if it does terribly in the next election, as it probably deserves to do, given the misgovernance in the country, it'll still be the number one party. But how low or high that number one is is going to determine the meaningfulness or otherwise of the opposition uh, convention. Tony Leon, thank you. Former leader of the Democratic Alliance, and in this case, Democratic Party.